Pill Plus Podcast. And we're now doing News Plus Sports. There's no orange man bad, war good, uniparty mantra here. Red Pill Plus. Red Pill Plus. Sports Plus News. Done right. Welcome to the Red Pill Plus Podcast. This is your host, Donnie Copeland, and we are so very thankful that you've joined us tonight. And uh, I am just so thankful for uh, all of our listeners. We have uh, blown Pat Blue, blown. We've gotten past, uh, I'll go with that, uh, 5,000 downloads. Thank you so much to every one of you. Uh, Thank you to all the countries that are uh, listening to us, United, United States, the Netherlands, the Philippines, Australia, Canada, Switzerland, Ireland, uh, uh, Norway. Uh, let me get the rest of them here. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, let me find the next one. Sorry about that. There's more. I'm just having a little trouble finding them here. I got them on my phone so I could. Uh, New Zealand and Z- Zambia. So thank you to each and every one of you for listening to us. We appreciate you so very much. Hope everything's going well in your neck of the woods tonight. Uh, also, for all the states that are uh, that are listening, we appreciate you so very much. And let me let me list those out as well. Pretty impressive list here. Uh, we've got uh, Arkansas, Tennessee, uh, Florida, Louisiana, Texas, Virginia, West Virginia. Uh, let's see here: uh, Oklahoma, Ohio, Georgia, California, Connecticut, Kentucky, and uh, New Jersey. And make sure I'm not missing anybody here uh, after New Jersey. I think there's one more page, Uh, but man, we're just thrilled to death with uh, how you guys are being so supportive of us, and we appreciate you so, so very much. Uh, Also, New York, Pennsylvania, and Wyoming, and so thank you to uh, each and every one of you. You guys are the very best, and we appreciate you. So very much. Tonight we're going to be talking about Vivek Ramaswamy uh, needs to be President Trump and the GOP's next chairman. Uh, and then after he is chairman, uh, right up, uh, right till kind of all the powders uh, in the storehouse and the election is nailed down, then he would 
move on and, and run for VP the whole time, but he needs to do this GOP uh, chairmanship thing. Here's a few reasons why. Then I'm going to talk about some other candidates that people have been talking about, and, and uh, several of those I really, really like, by the way. Uh, but uh, the reason I believe that he needs to be or, or should be uh, President Trump's uh, choice for GOP chairman is one, uh, the guy ran a, a billion dollar a billion dollar company, uh, so so oh, being chairman and being uh, vice president candidate, he can't do both. Oh, absolutely he can. That that chairmanship is almost I, I'd say ninety five percent of that's delegated out. The, the the what he's doing the most is raising money, and the guys raise hundreds of millions of dollars as a invest you know, uh, to, from investors. Not only will he be able to raise the money, uh, but also he's going to be representing the GOP in a way that is unlike uh, it, it has been represented in forever. Even though it'll be short term, it'll only be for, what, uh, seven months, something like that, uh, or, or nine months. That's okay, because what he'll do is he'll shape that office. Then he and President Trump, can decide who they want to go in there. Uh, here's the main reason that I say him, and then I'll talk about some of the others, then I want to circle back around uh, to why I'm saying this, uh, is because the principal job of the GOP, GOP chairman doesn't set policy. GOP chairman, yeah, when it comes to debates and stuff, they can have some, uh, you know, they do have some influence. Uh, but really, <coughs> excuse me, the, the, by far and large, their job is to raise money. Uh, and if they can't raise money, then, you know, uh, and that's why he needs to be the chair. We'll also, uh, is is just to prove to anybody out there that may have doubts about him, because the guy, he, he and I said this on uh, Twitter today, he has such bandwidth. And what I mean by that, he just has so much intelligence, so much, you know, he's young, has a lot of drive, has a lot of energy, and he can get a lot done uh, and a lot of different things done. I, I think he will bring uh, a level of donor. To, and here's something else that he'll do. Not only will he bring a level of donor that has not been brought to the, um, the GOP, I think he'll bring a different donor. He won't bring donors who want something for their money. He'll, you know, and everybody should, they want access, they should get access. I, I tell people when I was running for state representative, I said, look, you know, when you donate to me, you'll have access. But that doesn't mean I'm gonna violate my principles, I'm gonna do something. And I told the nursing home lobby uh, that when, when, you know, they interviewed me about supporting me. Oh, and by the way, the GOP didn't support me at all. I was running against a Democrat that would have been and was the first time in the history of that district since Reconstruction that a Republican had, had uh, carried that uh, or had uh, won that race. And uh, I won it by knocking on the doors of everybody in the district. But the GOP literally did not support me. Now, the, the, let me back up. None of the individual can, uh, office holders did because they were not going to give money to uh, an incumbent, even though it was a Democrat, 
they were not going to give money to a challenger, to somebody, a, a sitting representative, state representative. So they did, they, they gave me tons of money the morning after, which I didn't need it then, which was kind of ridiculous. Um, but the GOP gave me, I think, two or $4,000 maybe. The rest of it, you know, was tremendous donors that uh, helped me raise the money that I needed to defeat uh, the incumbent who was a, uh, a female Democrat and uh, and a beater, I think by three points, wasn't by much because this is a super liberal district, but I just told people what I was going to do and, uh, you know, black, white, Hispanic, I told them what I was going to do and a lot of them voted for me because I, they respected um, that I told them, you know, what I was going to do. Um, so I, I digress big time talking about myself and I apologize for that. What, what the reason I was saying that was that he's going to bring Vivek, that is, is going to, and we're talking about Vivek Ramaswamy becoming the chair of the GOP with the stepping down of Ron McDaniel if and when that happens. Uh, he will bring a new donor uh, and expand the donor base where it won't be the same old tired uh, old white guys wanting to get, you know, wanting to get free labor or cheap labor over the southern border and, and that garbage. Uh, it's going to be, you know, the new wave, uh, more independent, uh, more uh, America first type conservatives, not the old school, what can you do for me, country club GOP. Uh, and so I, I just think, I think it will really energize. I think it will prove uh, to everybody that he is uh, the future of the party after President Trump uh, has finished uh, these, uh, his last, um, his eighth to twelfth year, because he was been elected twice, uh, even though he was forbidden to to occupy the office this last time, um, and and so he'll get his last four years, uh, you know, unless they steal it again, because they definitely stole it last time, so. Uh, now, let me talk about who I think should not get it, and the top of the list is Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy should not even, I don't care, yeah, Kevin McCarthy can raise a lot of money, okay, great, but so can Vivek Ramaswamy, and I don't want Kevin McCarthy anywhere near uh, what, uh, what President Trump's going to do, uh, trying to do. President Trump was so undermined by these people the last time. I would not let them within a mile or two miles of where I was and what I was doing. And so forget about Kevin McCarthy. Don't do that, President Trump. Whatever you do, do not appoint Kevin McCarthy as the GOP chairman. So uh, now that's kind of, I want to talk a little bit about why I think Vivek should have it who should not have it, and top of the list is Kevin McCarthy, or any of the other retreads. Kind of reminds me of the Cowboys uh, and their, you know, interviewing after, um, uh, I can't think of his name now, Dan Quinn, defense coordinator for the Cowboys left and took the, uh, the uh, Redskins job. And so, you know, they're, they're interviewing Rex Ryan for a defensive coordinator. Come on, man. Uh, you know, find one of these young, bright, 
uh, Mines, uh, Laka D'Amico, um, uh, the, the Texans coach, uh, and, you know, one, one of these guys in, uh, you know, McDonald that just left the Ravens for the Seahawks. And, uh, you know, get, get one of these guys that is bright, young, energetic. Don't do the retread thing. Thing, GOP, don't do the retread thing. Bring in Kevin McCarthy, for goodness sake. Now, let's talk about, before we do that, uh, we are so thankful to be brought to you by Red River Auto, redriverauto.com, the most patriotic car dealership in America. You owe it to yourself. If you're looking for a new or used car, to uh, go on the website, redriverauto.com. Check them out. Just like Carvana, all the rest of them can, uh, Vroom can send a car to you wherever you are. They can do it as well. Uh, now you people overseas, they, they can't. But here in America, the 17 states, 18 states that's listening to us, uh, they can take care of you. Redriverauto.com. Tell them that the Red Pill Plus podcast sent you. Uh, also, we're brought to you by MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Don't forget to use that promo code RED. I've got on the uh, MyPillow slippers right now. They are primo. I mean, they're great. Uh, as soon as I finish this podcast, I'm going to crash, and I'm going to sleep on my, my uh, Giza Dream Sheets, which are a dream, and I'm going to lay my head on my my pillow pillow and so don't forget to use that promo code red and we are brought to you by purpose media publishing uh, uh public uh, purpose media publishing.com purpose media publishing.com and uh if you are a loved one or somebody you know is wanting to pur- uh, publish a book uh, listen we can get a book if you got the manuscript written we can help you write it finish it up we can get it tightened up, get it ready to go, have it printed and shipped to you. If the manuscript's ready, we can have that done in probably uh, 10 days, you know, 14 days. Uh, we've get, really got it down. We, we go through multiple processes of helping you write it, if, if you want that. Editing, all that's included. We're running a special right now. It's typically $19.95. Our publishing package is $14.95. That gets you an e-book. And then you pay for the printed book, as many or as uh, few as you like. And so we can, we can hook you up. So go to PurposeMediaPublishing.com. Now, let's talk about a couple of names that I've heard mentioned for our GOP chair. The, the most prominent uh, name and a guy that I think the world of. In fact, today he started following me on X, and, and I was surprised and, and very pleased but probably the hardest working conservative uh, out there, and that is Scott Pressler. Kudos Scott Pressler uh, if he's listening. Uh, and I think there's a place in the uh, GOP uh, infrastructure for Scott, I really do. Scott has gone all over the country signing people up. It's, it's in, you know, he signed up 100 here, 100 there. A lot of times it's two or three. That that's okay because uh, one, those people are telling people, those people are telling people, so it's exponential. And he's adding every day to, uh, uh, and he's doing some mass stuff as well. But he's worked so hard, not only on that, not only on that, but on some other uh, issues as well. 
and it slips my mind right now, I'm thinking of one in particular. Uh, oh, the city of Baltimore uh, and, and different things, special projects that he's really kind of de facto wise. Uh, he has D'Amico Rines is the, was the defensive coordinator for the Texans. I could not think of his name. Um, but he has, he has represented the GOP so well. So I think, but representing the GOP well, signing people up like he's done, registering people to vote is what I mean. Done a phenomenal job. No one's done a better job, I don't think locally or nationally, than Scott Pressler. And he is just single-handedly, I've watched him through the years, the last couple of three years, just become, you know, just he's just been a workhorse. Uh, not a glory hound, he, he's just, he is a genuinely great guy, and people like him everywhere. However, that GOP job is, I, I could, you know, I'm not trying to, Scott Pressler's done more in a day than I'll ever do in a lifetime for the GOP. Um, so, but, you know, I've got a lot of experience. I've, I've been CEO of nonprofits. I've, I've ran, you know, organization, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, millions over, over time uh, handled and, and all of that. I, I could not do, and I've raised money for 501c3s uh, as a job, but but I could not raise money at the level that needs to be raised for the GOP. And I've been, you know, state uh, board, uh, the the treasurer uh, for the state committee. Yeah, you know, I've been a state representative. I ran for the Senate, ran for lieutenant governor. You know, I've had to raise a lot of money. I could not. I could not raise the money that needs to be raised for the GOP. Not even close. And 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 I, it's almost laughable. I'm putting myself in that conversation. I'm just saying. I'm not sitting here criticizing Scott Pressler because I think I could do it because I couldn't. S Scott, the, the work that he's done has been phenomenal. But we're talking about this is national Fortune 500 CEO level stuff. And you got to be able to raise, you got to be able to talk to, and and get people that are you know Fortune 500 CEOs to sit down with you at lunch to, uh, and and then ask them if you never ask for money, and you know and ask a guy to write a check for ten million dollars, twenty million dollars, thirty million dollars, that that's a whole different level. Nothing against Scott whatsoever. He's done a phenomenal job. And I, I personally think, because I saw something today where Vivek had actually uh, tweeted out something about, you know, no one worked any harder than Scott Pressler. I think one of the first things that's, that Vivek would do as GOP chair, I think he would instantly start filling the coffers with money. But one of the first things he'd do, he would bring Scott in as one of his right-hand guys and put Scott over and, and organize a, a national uh, uh, voter rolls and, and uh, program, and Scott would probably head that up. Uh, and who's to say that, you know, Scott couldn't have a vital, vital role going forward? And so I, I, the other one was Mike Lindell, who, you know, advertises on this show, so far be it for me to talk about one of our sponsors, but I'm not talking about him, just like I'm not talking about Scott Pressler. I appreciate both these men tremendously. 
Um, no one has sacrificed more and given more of themselves financially and their reputation and their business and their livelihood than Mike Lindell, who's been attacked just mercilessly, mercilessly, mercifully, unmercifully, something uh, by the left. And, uh, you know, it's reported he's just about almost lost everything he had uh, trying to, to defend President Trump. Uh, and so he has been mentioned. But again, being a very successful small business, large small business, but a uh, small business nonetheless, and being very, very, very successful, that's still a whole different ball game than sitting down with these Fortune 500 CEOs and asking them to write a check for millions upon millions of dollars and raising millions of dollars. It's just, it's a different, different level. And Vivek is the guy to do that. So uh, I hope there's a place for Mike Lindell. I really hope there's a place more so for Scott Pressler because he deserves that. He's he's put in the work. Uh, but I But I think if President Trump really wants to make a statement higher that is also effective and say, look, it's a new day in the GOP. It's not retread. It's not the same old, same old. It's not the same old tired white guys we parade out there. And, you know, it's not the same old names. It's not the Meadows. It's not the McCarthy's. It's not the Romney's. You know, it's it's a new day. It's Vivek Ramaswamy, GOP chair. Uh, and I would even announce at the same time, I'm announcing that Vivek Ramaswamy is my vice president, um, uh, my vice president running mate. Uh, and then I'm also appointing him to be the temporary chair of the GOP and to raise money. And uh, I think I think he would do a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Now, the GOP may have something in their bylaws that you can't be a candidate. And I understand that if that were to happen. Um, but I think even if he were de facto, if, if he said, you know what, we're leaving it open, uh, we're just going to put him over fundraising, and he wasn't even listed as the chairman, I think you could do something like that. Uh, but what he's going to prove, he's going to energize the GOP. I think he'll raise several hundreds of millions of dollars uh, just, you know, just in a heartbeat. Because here's the thing, you know, when you're a billionaire, you know, or at least a multi-multi, millionaire, and if he's not a billionaire, he's very close. Uh, you just, you know a lot of those people, you have contacts with those people, and and money can raise money. That's just the way it is. And so uh, I think he's the guy to be the GOP chair. Now, I think he's too valuable to just be the GOP chair. That's why you announce him as, I'm announcing uh, my running mate as Vivek Ramaswamy, this is President Trump. I've also asked him to immediately take over the GOP and uh, straighten it up, get it rolling, get it going, and help us raise money. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this thing. And I think if you do that, it's gonna be tremendous. You bring in Scott Pressler to do, you know, officially as your GOP uh, vote, a get out the vote guy. Uh, will do a phenomenal, phenomenal job. If you want to, you know, I don't think Mike Lindell's interested except for being the chair. I don't think he'd be interested in any of that other stuff, you know, being in office. He's got a business to run. So I, th I think that is 
that is the uh, play for, for this time. And I really hope President Trump, I, I hope beyond everything, hope President Trump has learned his lesson about these people, about trying to look, uh, you know, reasonable, trying to look like, uh, you know, I, I want to get along with everybody. Forget that stuff. That, 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 you know, bit you in the rear last time. Don't do that this time. This time, hire the people you want. Clean house. You know, let it be all brand new people. Nobody knows their name. Nobody uh, recognizes them uh, because that's what you need. You need new blood, complete new turnover. So, again, we're brought to you by RedRiverAuto.com, by MyPillow.com. Don't forget the promo code RED. Also, PurposeMediaPublishing.com. I want to finish up the last five minutes or so talking about uh, the news of the night. And that is, and I've not watched it yet, but the interview uh, that uh, Tucker did on X with uh, Vladimir Putin. And uh, isn't it amazing how the, the press uh, has, you know, just trashed him incessantly because he dared to interview the other guy involved in the conflict. You know, Zelensky's been, you know, promoted, 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 and uh, but yet when Putin is, uh, you know, dared to be interviewed by Tucker Carlson, then, you know, the whole world is is highly heard over it. So I'm, uh, I'm glad he did it. Uh, I said this when Tucker first went on X, uh, and uh, or came on X or, or joined X, uh, I said that probably uh, I cannot remember just because of where we are. I can't remember another journalist being more consequential to this nation, uh, both for our present but also for our future. Because listen, folks, if 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 we don't have journalists that are doing things like Tucker's doing, interviewing people that. Uh, have been silenced, uh, interviewing people uh, on the other side of a conflict, on the other side of a issue, while those on the state-run media and the globalist side, that they get all the airtime they want. Uh, and, and the journalists are in their back pocket. They are paid off. They're corrupt. Uh, they are nothing but Marxist typists. Uh, they're not journalists. There's nothing journalistic about these people whatsoever. Now you got a guy like Tucker Carlson that's just, I mean, just like a flamethrower. And it's just, it's so very beautiful to watch. I just, uh, I can't uh, be more appreciative of Tucker Carlson and what he's meant. I do pray for his safety uh, because, you know, when you got a man that will get to the bottom of it and, and find out the truth about uh, different things uh, going on in our nation, whether it be immigration or whether it be vaccinations or whatever else it may be. Uh, and the mainstream media has no interest in giving you the complete story. They have no interest in hearing Vladimir Putin's side of it. Uh, so I am very, very uh, thankful for Tucker Carlson, I'm very thankful. Here's a really cool part about this, is you know, last week he's interviewing Cat Turd, uh, who's kind of an iconic, you know, America First 
figure. And then this week he's interviewing Vladimir Putin. And I think that that speaks volumes in, in my mind that he has such a grasp. Uh, fun fact is Tucker Carlson actually used to be on, tele, he was a local television host as he was climbing his way up before he went to CNN and then on to Fox News before he ever was doing any of that. He's not from here, but one of his many stops along the way was here in Little Rock. And my son, when he was much younger, worked at the airport and uh, he actually, uh, he actually took the ticket or greeted Tucker Carlson as he got on the plane. And he's talking about how he's just a super nice guy. And so, uh, and who, who knew, you know, 20 years later, uh, he would be the most consequential, hands down, the most consequential, not only probably um, journalist, uh, but maybe the most consequential uh, person other than Donald Trump, uh, period, in America. So, you know, every time that we feel like there's no hope, every time we feel like the giant's too big, you know, that there's no way uh, out of the out of the pasture comes a little guy uh, with five smooth stones, and every time, you know, God provides. So I just want to encourage you tonight, uh, encourage you that, hey, you know, no one knows what's going to happen in November. We're pretty optimistic right now. But, you know, you don't put anything back uh, past Democrats. But no matter what happens today, tomorrow, the next day, uh, and I know that's a mouthful because, you know, life can change on a dime. But, you know, God's, there's an old song, there's an old song that says, you know, I can face tomorrow because uh, I know who holds tomorrow, you know. And so... Uh, I think we have that confidence that you know if in God we trust uh it's going to be it's going to be fine. And so uh thank you for taking the time tonight. Thank you for listening. Thank you to all the countries, all the states. You mean the world to us. I don't take you for granted one inch or one ounce rather. I'm just very very thankful for you. And uh, God bless you. Have a wonderful evening and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. listening to the red pill plus podcast sports plus news done right we hope you've enjoyed the show make sure to like rate and review and we'll be back soon in the meantime hit us up on facebook and twitter at red pill plus and check the website at docwashburn.com slash red pill